Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good and Faithful podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Clark, and I hope you guys are having such a good day so far or have had a good day, depending on what time you're listening to this at. For me, it's currently a Sunday morning. Happy Sunday to those who are listening to this on a Sunday. Um, But if you're not listening, that's okay. I'm currently recording this on a Sunday, and I say this because I was going to go to church in person this morning, and then I decided that I'm just going to watch it online because I currently drive an hour to go to the church that I go to now, and so I didn't want to drive super far because... If y'all know my current living situation, I live at home at the moment and then my church is in Atlanta, my work is in Atlanta, so I'm always driving to Atlanta and I feel like I'm getting super burned out from driving and I have been super burned out and so I know I have to drive to the office throughout the work week, but I wanted to give myself a little break from driving just to church this morning because... I felt like I I just felt like I needed to. I just know that I'm getting a little burned out. And then also, I've had such a good weekend, you guys. I have rested, which is something that I haven't done in a minute. And I know I filmed a podcast episode. I don't know if it was the last episode, but a few episodes ago at least. I just talked about the importance of resting and being still and knowing that the Lord is good. And when you're so busy and caught up in just the day-to-day things in life, like it's so hard to recognize the Lord in situations. And so I knew I needed to take a step back and be still and just chill for one weekend because I just haven't had a moment to do that. And so I forced myself this weekend. I was like, I'm going to stay home. Um, I can hang out with friends and drive like 20 minutes. So that's what I did yesterday. I hung out with some new friends um, from Atlanta and we went to a local farmer's market and we talked and we went to lunch and just hung out and all this stuff and it was great. Um, But I really enjoyed that because it was just on the more low-key chill side. But I'm just really thankful that I gave myself time to rest this weekend because I was also able to catch up on cleaning. Like I cleaned my room, which is something that I am sad that I haven't been able to do for a minute because I feel like your bedroom is a reflection of yourself and how your life is going. And my room was super messy for a minute there and it was not fun because I would come home from work and I'm like, my room's a mess. Now I feel like a mess. And so now I'm really happy with how things are looking. I can see the floor. It's a good, it's a good situation now. But um, for a minute there, I was, I was not doing so well, but I'm so thankful that I gave myself some time to rest. Um, and if you, if you feel like your life is just like absolute chaos, like how I felt for a little while when I kept traveling and going out of town every weekend and even during the work week as well, um, I suggest just give yourself two days, just give yourself a weekend to rest and you will feel so much better. And I'm super excited for today, this Sunday, because, um, I've got a nice other day of resting ahead. I'm going to, after this episode, go to the park, listen to a church sermon and just get in touch with the Lord and just relax, honestly. It's just, I'm really excited for that. So I also had a lot more time this morning. I had a slower morning, so I was able to pull out my devotional, my Bible, and my journal and just get in tune with the Lord and just see what he's got to teach me today. And y'all, he's been working with me on some pretty convicting stuff recently. I just feel like I have been super convicted by areas of my life that I didn't even realize we're holding me back from the Lord. And so I'm going to be kind of vulnerable in this episode and sharing those with you guys. But I hope that this can speak to someone else as well who may not realize that certain areas of their life are holding them back from a closer and deeper relationship with the Lord. Um, This was something that I just didn't realize was, you know, holding me back. And 
I don't know. I'm just really excited to share what the Lord has been working with me on today. I felt just an overwhelming by the Holy Spirit just to record an episode with you guys. And so I'm being obedient in that and doing that today. And I'm super, super pumped to get into the episode. But before I do, I just want to say a big thank you to you all for listening to my podcast. I'm just super thankful for all of the positive feedback and encouragement I've received from recording these episodes. I'm just trying to be a good and faithful servant of the Lord here and doing what the Lord has called me to do. Um, And so I'm just really appreciative of the positive feedback and just the words that y'all have told me. I'm just saying that these episodes have really spoken to you guys or just saying that I'm well-spoken. And that's just such a compliment to me because for a while there, I felt like When I was growing up, I was super quiet and I just never thought that I would ever create a podcast. Like, I never thought that I would be a talkative girl, an extroverted girl. I never thought that, I mean, young woman, sorry, I'm a young woman now. Um, But anyways, I never thought that I would do ministry and minister to people in this way. And I'm just really thankful that I said yes to the call that the Lord had placed on my life a few years ago. Just super excited to see what's to come with the podcast, and I pray for the podcast all the time, just praying that the Lord would give me the words to speak, and just praying that this would all be in partnership with Him, and that I do not need to stress about what types of content I am pushing out, because the Lord is always with me. Whenever I record these episodes for you guys, I always make sure to pray before pressing record, just making sure that the Lord is fueling my spirit and just giving me the words to speak because I know that I could not record these episodes by myself. I know that I could not do this on my own. And so it's all because of the Lord. I don't want to take any credit for this. So I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving me so well and just giving me the words to speak and just helping me as I go about this podcast and recording these episodes. And so with that being said, thank you again for listening to the podcast. And before I get started with this episode, I will also start us off in a word of prayer. So dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for loving us so well and just seeking us out and drawing near to us. And I just pray that you will fuel my spirit and fuel me with the words that you want me to share in this episode today. Lord, I pray for the person who is listening to this podcast right now. I pray that you will just speak to them in whatever way um, you want to speak to them, and I I pray for blessings over our lives. I know you love us so well, and you have our best interests at heart, and that, and no matter what we go through in life, I just thank you for always being sovereign and always being there for us, even when we don't recognize it, and I just pray that you help us to recognize our need for you and running back to the source rather than running to these things of the world to satisfy our souls And I pray that you just remind us every day that we need to run back to you and that you are the only one who can satisfy our souls. And I ask all this in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. So today I really want to talk about materialism and how that can get in the way of your relationship with the Lord. And this is something that I have been struggling with in my personal walk with God because, you know, I'm a young woman. I'm a girl who loves to shop. I love things. I think it's just fun to have cute clothes and cute shoes and stuff like that. But this is also something that I've been convicted by recently, especially because there was one night I was online shopping 
and I bought some clothes. I didn't spend a lot of money on clothes because I'm also a steal of a deal kind of girl. I love to find myself a good deal. So I bought myself these clothes. I think I spent about $100 total. Um, and I bought like really, like it was really good deals, like $10 jeans. And these were like good jeans. And so I was really happy with my purchase and whatever. But then I took a step back and I was like, oh my gosh, I have so many clothes already. Why do I keep buying myself clothes? Like, why do I keep buying things and thinking that that's going to satisfy myself and like I'm going to be content when I have these clothing items and stuff like that and when I'm finally following the trends and stuff like that even though I do consider myself a trendy person I have I just I have a lot of clothes like I don't need more stuff but for some reason I just feel like I need to have certain things in order to fit in and whatever and I'm I've stopped caring about trying to fit in, especially after graduating from college. You know, it's just the struggle that some people face. And I wanted to talk about it today because I prayed that the Lord would help convict me of areas of my life where I needed to grow. And this was just one of the areas of my life that he had revealed to me. And it's crazy because it's something that I never realized in my life. Like I have been very blessed financially with various jobs and my career that I have now and being able to have this money and this expendable income where I'm able to buy the things that I like. And, you know, when God blesses you financially with a career or just any sort of job or an income and he blesses you with that, you have the responsibility to use that money to serve the Lord and serve others and also make sure that you are, you know, taking care of yourself as well. And so, Something else I was convicted by is the way that I'm spending my money and or lack of spending money because something that I was super convicted by is just how I am spending my money and how I'm choosing to do that. And honestly, it's more so the way that I am not spending my money because I'm really good at saving. I, I love to save my money because, you know, I feel like I'm smart financially and I don't just blow my money on just anything. And if I do want something, I make sure to get it at the best deal possible so I'm really thankful that I'm not just the type of person just to, you know, blow my money on whatever. But at the same time, I have not been super good at giving and tithing and stuff like that um, throughout my spiritual journey. And it's something that I've really been convicted by. And it's something that's hard for me to do because for some reason, I just can't. And I want to do it. And I've just prayed that the Lord would help me to be able to do that. Um, also, I haven't really been so plugged in at a church where I feel led to tithe because um, churches that I had gone to previously, like literally the last church I had gone to for a while was the church that hurt me the most in my walk with God. And so I would have felt really annoyed if I had given my money to that church, which I know I shouldn't say that, but I just, I, you know, that church caused me a lot of problems and caused my family a lot of problems. So I say all this and, and maybe I shouldn't say it online, but I mean, I'm just, you know, really working on tithing and having more of a servant's heart in that way and giving to the people around me. And so that's something that I've been working on while also being smart with my money. I don't want to just become such a giver to the point where I don't even have enough money to take care of myself or pay for rent or pay for my car and stuff like that. But anyways, don't go to me for advice on how to manage your finances, um, but I will say I just want to talk about um, just what the Lord has been showing me in this season in regard to storing up your treasures on this earth versus storing up your treasures in heaven because it really made me think about this concept and this idea because I feel like we all have our own definitions of blessings and 
Sometimes those blessings may be if the Lord provides us with a job or if the Lord provides us with an opportunity to purchase something or if the Lord provides us with a person. Um, And so I wanted to ask a few questions and just to have you think about your own personal walk with God and your own personal life and just the things that you put your faith and your trust in. Uh, Because this is something that I did and it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and really helped me to be convicted of areas of my life where I know I could grow in my faith. So one of the questions is, what do you define as a blessing? And then another question is, what do you identify as a sign of God's faithfulness and care? And I'm grabbing all of these out of my New Morning Mercies devotional. Um, I love this devotional. I highly recommend. I love it. But I'll just go ahead and read through the questions. Um, It says, what fills your picture of the good life? And when you say, if I only had blank, then I would be content. What goes in that blank? When you are tempted to envy the life of someone else, what are you envying? What causes you to question God's goodness and love? And what tempts you to be disappointed with your life? Be honest. What do you want from God? I feel like a lot of us struggle with disappointment with God because in our daily lives, we don't esteem what God values. And it could be because many of us don't treasure what God has delivered to us. And sometimes a lot of us don't want anything more than a Jesus and a God who will make our lives easier and better and more comfortable. So a lot of us in our lives want control and we want success and we want acceptance and we want comfort and pleasure more than we want redemption. And I don't know which one of those speaks to you more and just reminds you of your personal walk with God. But for me, something that I crave a lot of times is just control because growing up, in a broken home environment. It was just hard for me to feel like I was in control of my life just because I had a lot of different things going on that I couldn't control. And so the things that I can control, like my finances and the things that I have now and just stuff like that, sometimes I just crave control more than I want redemption. And I just wish that I could control people and circumstances in my life. And then I also crave success because I crave the acceptance of others around me more than craving the acceptance of our Heavenly Father. And then I also crave comfort and pleasure more than I desire the Lord because because also having grown up in a unpredictable home environment where I would just come home from school or wherever I was that day and just have no idea how the night was going to go with my family, sometimes I just wish that my life would be easier and more predictable and that would satisfy me. And then also some of us crave material things more than we want redemption. And we tend to judge the quality of our lives by the size of the piles of stuff we've acquired. And this is something that I used to care about a lot more. I care less about it now, but a lot of times in school and stuff, we would all like judge each other based on the kind of stuff that we had. And whoever had this specific clothing item or this specific pair of shoes, like that just meant you were instantly cooler than whoever else didn't have it. And so this was something that, you know, I faced growing up and that's just me living like in my bubble that I did, and I'm very blessed that I did, but at the same time, my desire for material things was put in front of my desire for the Lord and for him to satisfy my soul, and instead I was looking to the things of this world to satisfy, not just material things, but like I had said before, these other feelings of comfort and acceptance and success and control in my life. But the real question that I want to ask you guys today is what set of desires rules your heart? And this is important because 
The desires that rule your heart determine how you evaluate your life, how you make decisions, and more importantly, how you think about the goodness and faithfulness of God. Sometimes in life, when we don't feel that sense of control and when we don't feel accepted wherever we are and we don't feel like we're succeeding and when we don't have these specific things that we're putting our faith and our trust in, like these material things that we think will satisfy our souls, and when we don't have this stuff, we blame God for it and we think that he's not sovereign. We think that he's not looking out for us. But sometimes we're going to God praying for this stuff or other times we're just solely putting our trust in this stuff and not even going to God and just thinking that the things of this world are going to satisfy our souls. And so either way, we're going to get disappointed because these temporary things in this world are not going to satisfy us in the same way that our Heavenly Father and the plan that he has for us and the peace and the joy and the redeeming love that he has waiting for us is going to satisfy us so much more. Our God is, was, and always will be faithful to us. And maybe our struggle of faith comes from the fact that we don't really value what he's working to produce in our hearts and in our lives. I say all this because sometimes it's easy for me to get caught up in things of this world. Whenever I don't run to the Father and run to the source and the one who satisfies my soul, it's easy for me to run to the things of this world and get caught up in the day-to-day and just look to the people around me and see what they think is satisfying their souls. These worldly desires. So what I want to do now is read a little bit of Luke chapter 12 and just share what I have learned from these passages. So I want to start off with the parable of the rich fool in Luke chapter 12, verse 13, which says, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And I starred that next to that verse because I was like, oh, feeling called out at the moment. Um, My life does not consist in the abundance of the things that I have stored up on this world. But I'll go into verse 16, which says, And he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And that called me out because, yes, I've been working over the past year or so to sort my treasures in heaven and just to work on my relationship with God and to love the people around me and stuff like that. But I also don't want to be bound by the things of this world that I am trying to look to to satisfy my soul. And having things is not technically a sin, But at the same time, storing up your treasures on this world and having that be your God and the thing that you put your faith and your trust and your focus on more than God and putting your trust in him, that turns into a sin. Idolatry is a sin. And so, and I don't want the things of this world to be my idols. I don't want to run to these things or think that if I have all these clothes or have these specific items or have a specific car, job, salary, house, whatever you name it, like even a person too, if I have these things, then I will be content. I don't want to live my life like that. I want to make sure that I am storing up my treasures in heaven, making sure I am focused on the call that God has on my life now 
on this earth instead of being caught up in the ways of this world and allowing these worldly desires to rule my heart. So then I'm going to move on into the next little passage, which the title of this one says, do not be anxious. So in verse 22, it says, and he said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body and what you will put on for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O oh, you of little faith! And do not seek what you are to eat, and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. I love this passage because it just shows the importance of us putting our reliance on him and seeking his kingdom first, and then he will provide for us in all the ways that we need to be provided for, rather than trying to do things on our own strength. But this doesn't mean that we need to neglect to work and not work and support ourselves, but it's a warning against worrying and continually thinking what to eat and what to drink. And then in verse 32, it says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. And I underlined verse 34, which says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The idea of having certain things and being materialistic to control my life. And not only that, but even going more into thinking, if I have this type of husband in my future, or if I have this certain status in life, lifestyle and stuff like that, then I will be content. And I don't want to look to the things of this world to satisfy my soul. And going back to verse 31, it says, seek his kingdom first, and these things will be added to you. The Lord will provide for you if you just seek his face and just trust in him and know that his plan is so much better than anything you could ever plan for yourself, he will provide for you in the ways that will satisfy you more than any of these things that you could ever find would. And then jumping back to verse 34, it says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And this verse emphasizes the importance of the disposition of one's heart. And the nature of one's heart is reflected in the things that one values most. And so I don't want to be caught up in loving the things of this world, not running back to the source, not running to the Father. I don't want to be caught up in running to the things of this world to satisfy my soul. All that to say, I don't want to be caught up in the things of this world and trying to fit in with the trends and trying to fit in with everything that's going on in this world. And if Jesus were to come back, then I wouldn't be ready because I wouldn't have stored up my treasures in heaven and I wouldn't be focused on my relationship with the Lord and growing a deeper relationship with him. Um, and instead, you know, focusing on the things of this world and trying to keep up with everything that's going on in the world. That's just not how I'm trying to live. And I was convicted because I had felt like I had taken a step back in that and all this stuff. And so I think this is such a 
important reminder for us to every day run back to the source, run back to the Father, and just ask Him to renew our hearts and renew our minds and just to help us grow spiritually so that we can grow a deeper relationship and dependence and reliance on Him rather than feeling like we need to be in control on our own and run to these worldly things to satisfy our souls and just to store up our treasures on this earth. Because this is just a temporary home where our home is in heaven and and I need to be heaven-minded and focused on saving souls on this earth rather than trying to store up my treasures on this earth. I want to be focused on storing up my treasures in heaven and focusing on the call that God has placed on my life and loving the people around me and just helping lead others to Christ and just fulfilling the call that he's placed on my life. So one last passage that I want to read in Luke chapter 12 is just after the other section I just read, but it starts at verse 35 and the title of this passage says, you must be ready. So this kind of backs up what I was saying about how it's so important to be heaven-minded and focusing on storing your treasures in heaven rather on this earth um, because if Jesus were to come back, like you don't want to be so caught up in the things of this world and not be ready for your heavenly father to take you home. So you must be ready. But anyways, verse 35 says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is also why I think it's important to have a healthy fear of the Lord as well, because a lot of times when people say to fear God over man, some people are like, why do I need to be scared of God? But it's not so much being scared of God, but I think it's more so understanding how powerful the Lord is. And it's important to have a healthy fear of the Lord because if we read this passage and read that the Lord is coming at an hour that we do not expect and we're like, eh, whatever, I'm just going to keep doing the things that I like to do on this world and just store up my treasures on this world and not care about my relationship with God. And I'll worry about that later. If I lived my life like that and said, I'll worry about God later. And then Jesus were to come back and take his people up to heaven. And I wasn't with them because I didn't care about my relationship with God then. And this is why I also think it's important to have a healthy fear of the Lord because it's important to remember how powerful the Lord is and that if we do not obey his commands and if we do not trust in him and follow his ways, then there will be consequences and we don't need to be living our lives in this world being, oh, well, God's coming later. Like, I don't need to worry about him now. Like, I'll just worry about it when the time comes. But but like it says in the Bible, Jesus is coming back at an hour that we do not expect, which means we need to be ready for when the Lord comes. So this is why it's so important not to store up our temporary treasures on this earth, but rather seeking out the Lord's face, growing a deeper and more personal relationship with him, loving the people around us, blooming where we're planted, being good and faithful servants of the Lord, and serving others and ministering and just sharing the teachings that the Lord has given to us and, and overall being good and faithful servants of the Lord. 
So overall, what I have learned from this time that I've spent in the Bible and just focusing on growing these certain areas of my life and giving these to the Lord is that it is so important to value what the Lord is working to produce in your heart and life and that the desires ruling your heart determine how you evaluate your life and how you make decisions and how you think about the goodness and faithfulness of God. So I'm not sure what any of this might look like for you in your personal walk with God. Maybe you don't struggle with materialism or feeling like you have to keep up with trends and stuff like that, but but maybe there's things in your life that you are craving and desiring over God, like trying to find a specific person, like a future spouse in your life that will fulfill all of the needs in your life, or even trying to find a career that will provide for you financially and will provide you with the acceptance and the control that you desire. Or not only that, but you just crave the idea of success and acceptance and comfort and pleasure and control more than the redemption that is only found through Jesus Christ. And so whatever areas of your life that you are thinking of and that you need to surrender to the Lord, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that You may surrender those areas of your life to the Lord and that he will provide for you in ways that you could never even imagine. And I just pray in Jesus' name that you are reminded about how much the Lord loves you and how much he wants to provide for you. And if you just seek his face and then you just pray to him and just ask him to renew your mind and renew your heart and renew your spirit and that he would help you grow a deeper dependence and reliance on him that he will bless you and he will provide for you. And I just pray that you were reminded of that right now in Jesus' name. And I ask all this in Jesus' name, amen. So throughout this podcast episode, I read a few passages from the Bible and I also read a little bit from my devotional, but but I also talked about some areas in my life where I could see myself grow and areas that I needed to surrender to the Lord and just things that I had been starting to put my trust in over the Lord just because, you know, it's so easy when you are going about your day-to-day life and you get caught up in the things of this world and you get super busy and you kind of forget your need for the Lord sometimes when you're just so busy and just so overwhelmed with the things of this world that you start to kind of forget your need for the Lord. And once you get super comfortable, um, that's kind of a scary place to be at when you get super comfortable and you just get caught up in these cycles of like running back to the things of this world and running to these things that you think will satisfy your soul and they really don't at the end of the day. But from what I've learned throughout my life is that the only one who can ever satisfy my soul and help me feel truly at peace and truly in control of my life is our Heavenly Father who provides all of our needs and gives us comfort and strength and encouragement and confidence and peace no matter what season we're in. And I hope that you can be reminded of the same and that the Lord loves you so well and that he wants to provide for you and that if you just seek his kingdom, all of these things will be added to you and that you do not need to work so hard and toil in this world trying to store up your treasures on this earth because at the end of the day, these things don't matter because this is just a temporary home and we do not need to be storing up our treasures on this world, but instead we need to be storing up our treasures in heaven. But anyways, I hope that this can be a good reminder for you guys just to not be anxious about your life and how things are going to be provided for you or how you are going to provide for things or for people or whatever. 
because our father is our heavenly provider and we don't need to worry. And I know that's easier said than done, but I just pray in Jesus name that the Lord would encourage you and just strengthen you and help you to build that reliance and to have peace in knowing that the Lord will provide for you. And that's just such a comforting thing to know that. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope that you found this to be encouraging and just such a good reminder. I certainly found this to be a great reminder in my personal walk with the Lord, and I'm going to focus on putting my trust in God over trying to control things on my own, because I've said that in a lot of episodes, but you know, you got to run back to the source every day because it's easy for you to, you know, go back a little bit and revert back to your old ways, and so I just hope that this can be a good reminder for whoever needs to listen to it, but With that being said, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to listen to my church sermon and I am super excited for that. Um, I'm going to have a very great Sunday. I am super excited to chill and just to relax and I'm also going to make sure I have a good decent breakfast because my stomach has been grumbling throughout this episode and... I'm going to make sure to edit it out of the episode so y'all don't hear my stomach grumbling, but I'm really excited to, you know, make myself some breakfast. But yeah, I hope you have a great day or a great rest of your day, depending on what time you're listening to this at, and I will see you guys in my next episode. All right, bye guys. (music) 